0: And the light of Jesus is for all. It's for all the poor, all the hungry, all the marginalized,
1: all the homeless, and all the lost. Jesus calls us to be his disciples and share the
0: salt and the light that we have in our lives with everyone. Our first reading is from Paul's Letter to the Corinthians,
2: 1 Corinthians 2, verses 1 to 16. The Message About the Crucified Christ When I came to you, my brothers, to preach God's secret truth, I did not use big words and great learning, for while I was with you, I made up my mind to forget everything except Jesus Christ, and especially his death on the cross. So when I came to you, I was weak and trembled all over with fear, and my teaching and message were not delivered with skillful words of human wisdom, but with convincing proof of the power of God's spirit. Your faith, then, does not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. Yet I do proclaim a message of wisdom to those who are spiritually mature, for it is not the wisdom that belongs to this world, or to the powers that rule this world, powers that are losing their power. The wisdom I proclaim is God's secret wisdom, which is hidden from mankind, but which he had already chosen for our glory, even before the world was made. None of the rulers of this world knew this wisdom. If they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as the scripture says, what no one ever saw or heard What no one ever thought could happen is the very thing God prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God made known his secret by means of his spirit. The spirit searches everything, even the hidden depths of God's purposes. It is only a person's own spirit within within him that knows all about him. In the same way, only God's spirit knows all about God. We have not received this world's spirit. Instead, we have received the spirit sent by God, so that we may know all that God has given us. So then, we do not speak in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit, as we explain spiritual truth to those who have the spirit. Whoever does not have the spirit cannot receive the gifts that come from God's spirit, Such a person really does not understand them. They are nonsense to him because their value can be judged only on a spiritual basis. Whoever has the spirit, however, is able to judge the value of everything, but no one is able to judge him. As the scripture says, who knows the mind of the Lord? Who is able to give him advice? We, however, have the mind of Christ. Thanks be to God.
3: Our gospel reading today is from Matthew five, which is the Sermon on the Mount, and we start to read from us verse thirteen.
0: You are the world's seasoning to make it tolerable. If you lose your flavour,
3: thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the world's light. A city on a hill, glowing in the night. Don't hide your light. Let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see, so that they will praise your Heavenly Father. Don't misunderstand why i have come it isn't to cancel the laws of moses and the warnings of the prophets no i came to fulfill them and to make them all come true with all the earnestness i have i say every law in the book will continue until its purpose is achieved And so, if anyone breaks the least commandment and teaches others to, he shall be the least in the kingdom of heaven. But those who teach God's laws and obey them will be great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your goodness is greater than that of the Pharisees and other Jewish leaders, you can't get into the
0: kingdom of heaven at all.
1: Well, those readings I feel from, that come from the New Testament complement each other so well that they deserve to come together. In a talk. So that's what's going to happen, and I hope it all makes sense. Now, in the beginning of Matthew chapter 5, we start with Jesus leaving the crowds and going up the mountain. He was a very charismatic character, was Jesus, who attracted large crowds wherever he went. So often, he did just need to withdraw and
0: go somewhere a little quieter. Verse 1 of chapter 5 reads, When
1: Jesus saw the crowds, he went up into the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him, and then he goes into talking about the Beatitudes. And now no one's quite sure which hill it was that Jesus went up. But it is certain the hill overlooked the Sea of Galilee in northern Israel. And that hill is now commonly known as the Mount of the Beatitudes. The other question, of course, is who actually was Jesus talking to on that mountain? Was it just the 12 that he'd call
0: in specifically? Or was it a wider audience of his followers?
1: Maybe he took aside the 12, but spoke so that the extended group of disciples could hear what he was saying. Just as he did 2000 years ago and has done through the ages, Jesus is talking to us in the 21st century.
0: Since he first uttered those words, you are the salt of the earth, and you are the light of the world, We have always, disciples and scholars alike, wondered
1: what he really meant in those words. Now, in these times of affluence and abundance that we live in, we actually give very little thought to the huge importance of salt in our daily lives. Before we found it was possible to preserve and flavor our food, Without the need for salt. And in, t- in, t- in Jesus' time, the food would go off very quickly. And it was vital for keeping that food clean and tasty. And interestingly, in Judaism, if salt did lose its flavour, it became unclean and was thrown away. Now, we don't do that anymore because we have so many other things to flavor and so many other ways to preserve our food. But we are guardians of the good news of Jesus.
0: The salt has connotations of permanence. It's always there.
1: We've, I don't think we've ever run out of salt, of loyalty. It does what we ask it to do. Durability, it'll last in the store cupboard for a long time. Fidelity, again, does what we ask it to do. And really, usefulness really is useful. I don't do any cooking without salt in it. And there are no Scots here, are there? No, I have salt
0: on my porridge. Lose the saltiness of the salt in you and you've lost your value. We also
1: know that Jesus is the light of the world and we're the ones tasked with carrying that light into the world now and sharing it widely so that all will come to know and love the Lord through the message of Christ. The light we have is not to be hugged to ourselves and put under a bushel or under the stairs. The light is to be shared with all, not just a few chosen ones, Therefore, we should shine like beacons on a hilltop throughout our actions, through our whole being, so that people who see us will say, I want what they've got. And what we've got is a belief in Jesus, a great faith, love, compassion and forgiveness to share with others.
0: And the light of Jesus is for all. It's for all the poor, all the hungry, all the marginalized, all the homeless,
1: and all the lost. Jesus calls us to be his disciples and share the salt and the light that we have in our lives with everyone. And so now we move from that hill near, on the banks of the Sea of Galilee over to Greece and to Corinth. Paul wrote his first letter to the church at Corinth in about 53, 54 AD, a few years after he'd established it. And Paul had become very disillusioned with the apathy apathy of the Jews, so he'd taken his message to the Gentiles, which is a, as an aside is what we should be doing too, taking it to those who do not already have a faith. And now he was hearing unsettling rumours that there were big problems within the community that he'd set up. I don't know if you know much about Corinth at the time, but it was a great center of Greek culture. It was a big commercial and cosmopolitan city. And in such a setting, people and customs from all parts of the known world were thrown together. And when you have such a mix flowing through, there are bound to be distractions. And Paul was saddened at reports of desertion from the faith. he'd heard that the Christian community that he'd established was quarrelling about the nature and distribution of spiritual gifts and worse still that community was rap- relapsing into immoral behaviour
0: and a return to the paganism that held in Corinth. Paul very much felt that the Christian community was turning in on itself and falling apart. And
1: in his letter, he was bringing it home to his audience that the church of Corinth was becoming fractured And he really wanted so much to bring the Christians back together in their faith as followers of Jesus. So there were hard times for all. And we're living through a period when our world too seems to be fractured. And what are we going to do about it? We don't have a Paul to write us letters to get us back onto the straight way, but we do have the words of Jesus to follow. And in fact, we have a whole library of books to guide us in our faith. And we're blessed with having the Holy Spirit with us in all we do. Now, as disciples, It's our turn to listen to the words of Jesus, to sit at the feet of our Saviour and take on the challenge of being the light of the world and the salt of the earth. Metaphors are a wonderful language tool, but sometimes they're a bit hard to interpret or so I find them. I've never thought of myself as particularly salty. But now I'm beginning to understand that if my love of God becomes insubstantial and I have nothing else to say to others about my faith, I can't spread the message of God's love for his world and all humankind. If the light of Jesus stops shining through me to others, again, I won't be able to spread the word effectively it can be very hard to resist the excitement and distractions of our present day. And there's so much
0: to offer to keep us amused and engaged. In Wordsworth's poet, sonnet, The World Is Too Much With Us, he talks about
1: his criticism of the country's obsession with materialism And a distancing from nature that surrounds us. And today, I think we could add that not only are we distancing ourselves from nature, we're distancing ourselves from God. We're still obsessed with materialism, just as the Corinthians were. But with the Holy Spirit with us, we can be Jesus present day disciples. We can retain our flavor and let the light of the world shine through us. So remember your salt. Next time you put it onto your meal, we are the salt of the earth. We are pure and carrying the message of Jesus to everyone. When you turn your light on, remember that you are the light of the world. Let God's love shine through you. And in all that, we have the Holy Spirit to guide us in what we should be doing and saying.
0: So thank you for listening. Amen.
1: is adapted from recorded Zoom services held by Teambridge Methodist Circuit Coastal Section. Full videos can be viewed on their YouTube channel. Music is taken from worship audio tracks, all rights
0: reserved.